Bobby, this is bullshit. Make it hurt. That's why you were thinking about it? Oh, yeah, because I'm a fan. Okay. So you like the vitamin D? It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Did you get a chance to check out the article about the tender of the NBA? Tender No, I just saw the headlines about it. Wait, right. what? So having like a positive effect? Of what? Positive Oh, yeah. the NBA? Like players in the NBA. They do? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't even know that. Let's say they go into a certain city, they'll just on, on the plane, you know, getting dates through like Tinder, mm-hmm. and they'll have the women in the hotel waiting oh, with the damn. car feed and everything. Doop, swipe, swipe. AKA prostitutes, what it sounds like to me. Well, I don't know if they're paying, so. Regular women. The niggas who ain't getting yeah. You don't even buy a meal. Yeah. All they know is their screen name. They suck in those so of course. <laughs> <laughs> if you see some type of basketball player, whoever, it's on Shaman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We have a Twitter page, What the Duke Pod. Did you put me on there? What? I put Just... you on where? The Twitter thing. Even though I don't check Twitter, I want my Twitter on. What are you talking about? Did you want us to put That's around? not what I'm talking about. Oh. We can put you on your I'm talking on. about the show itself has a Twitter thing. Ain't come around here to look all cool. Already am cool. Come here to do the motherfucking show. That's what I love to do. Ain't nobody sick. Are you ready? Can you dig it? Welcome back to another episode of What the Duke. I am your host. I am James Duke. As always, please, if you're on Spotify, if you're on iTunes, rate, comment, review, download, share with your friends, tell us how you feel about the show. Um, this episode is going to be another great episode. Uh, joining me is going to be my boy Merck from the Mankind Podcast. So we're going to have some great conversation around sports, the NFL Draft, the NFL Playoffs, of course the Avengers, and Game of Thrones. Don't worry, no spoilers. So no need to worry about that if you have not checked out any of those things. So without further ado, let's get into it. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. And let's do it.
All right, welcome back to What the Duke. I am your host, James Duke, of course, and it is my pleasure to welcome a friend of mine, brother actually, from podcast, Man Camp. Not my fault. I'm not really sure what the name of it is, but <laughs> introduce yourself. Hey, what's up, man? Glad to be on the show. This is uh, Michael Perez, uh, a.k.a. Bronx Legend. I am a part of the Man Camp podcast. Uh, we actually changed from Not My Fault to Man Camp, so you can check us out on iTunes, uh, Anchor, Spotify, all that good stuff. Good, good. Check that out. Great, great conversation they have. Um, what what sparked uh, the change in the name? Um, I mean, I guess because we, we kind of changed the format of the show, like mostly it was just sports and fantasy sports and things like that. And we started doing um, shows about relationships and things like that. And it's, it's appealed to our, I guess, our fan base, if you will, more. So we transitioned toward that. And along with that came the name change. We already had a, um, a part of the Not My Fault show. We would do something called Man Camp uh, Sessions, if you will. So we just right. decided just to call it that and just fully go in that direction. So, sounds great. Um, I love it. I, I like to see the the evolution of of the, the podcast, um, where it started from. We just, um, of course, Alex was one of the, the hosts. You know, it was just him um, right. doing it by himself, and then you know, involved into what not my fault was with the three of you guys, and now man camp. Like I like it better too. The Feature transition. It. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's dope. It's dope. Um, so getting into it. There's so much going on this weekend that's gotten me pretty excited. Mm. Least of them all should be what's tops, which is the NBA playoffs. But so far, it's been mostly boring. But <laughs> we have the NFL draft. We have episode three of Game of Thrones. We have the Avengers oh, yeah. Endgame. Oh, man. And, of course, we have the NBA playoffs. <laughs> like, all that's happening right now. That's a lot. So uh, what do you want to tackle first? Or you want to tackle these playoffs? Like, uh, what, uh, what's going on here? I mean, uh, I guess, yeah, to your point, I mean, they have largely – it has largely been boring. But, uh, I mean, even though they're down 3-1 and they're getting spanked right now, the Nets and 76ers, just for the uh, all the extracurricular stuff, the the basketball that you and me grew up on with the physicality and all that, like, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. So I mean I'm I actually hate both teams. I'm not a fan of either or, but I I can respect that. So that that's been exciting to see. But yeah, I mean, outside of Denver and um and the Spurs, it, it really hasn't been anything too too competitive. So, you know. Yeah, no surprises yet. But yeah, like you said, um I really um enjoy the the back and forth um battles in this the Nets um Philly. It's just funny because I don't I don't like either team either really mm-hmm. but it's like <laughs> Joel Embiid I don't really like him much Ben Simmons I yeah. think he's a jerk I definitely don't like no Jimmy Butler but they're going against Jared Dudley <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> what I don't I mean I mean Dudley's first career he's been he's probably like a, I think he's like a 10 12 years vet by this time um he's always been outspoken he's always been um the type of guy to say how he feels in terms of other players it's just kind of difficult for other players to take that when you're actually playing the game. It's different when you're an analyst. But, you know, I respect yeah. that he just says how he feels. And, you know, he said that uh, Ben Simmons was an average player in the half court, you know, elite in transition. And Ben Simmons didn't appreciate that. And it kind of went from there. So, And Ben Simmons has destroyed them. <laughs> so yeah, pretty much. He can't shoot for shit, but he's, uh, he's dominated since, since those comments. So I don't. I like Jared Dudley too. Like, yeah, when he's not 
in basketball. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he, he, seems like he, he seems like he's going to kind of have a great career going forward. Oh, yeah. And the NBA, yeah, it's just, it's just come on. Like, these are superstars. And, and Joel be. I mean, I don't know if he would meant to call him a nobody or it's a language barrier thing. Nah, he, but... he meant it. He's just, he's a, you know, he's a, he's a dick. He's a super asshole. He is a super asshole. He almost gets away with it because the language barrier, but it was, it yeah. was bad. But it's true, though. Like, he's, he's not on their level. He's never been on their level. No, yeah. So it, it is good to see that playoff basketball. So hopefully the second round series. Um, so who do you got uh, winning? So so far, I have seen no no team that are, that's winning or it's won has gone against my prediction. Other than mm-hmm. I'm not sure OKC. I, I did think OKC was going to beat Portland. Yeah, I mean I'm with you on that. I thought uh, I'm surprised, man, with um, OKC and the. Um... And the Trailblazers, I'm really surprised by that. Um, I guess too, what I what I let play into it for me was last year, just watching how Drew Holiday basically shut down Damian Lillard and just the way they got dismantled last year with the Pelicans. You know, I guess I'll, that caused me to kind of be down on the Trailblazers. But you know, to Dame's credit, like this has been a big resurgence for him, a big comeback. He's been clutch. Uh, CJ McCollum has played well. Aminu, who's, you know, I think has always been a little bit underrated. Um, He's been doing a lot of good things. So, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're playing really well. But, yeah, I'm, I'm just surprised. I don't know if maybe that Paul George shoulder injury is playing into it. But um, right, right. Westbrook has been, oh, my God, just trash. I mean, yeah, I say he's, what it been, is. he's been atrocious. Yeah, he's man. been. It's been bad, man. If he's going to play like that, they got no shot. They have no shot to beat that team. So, yeah, you're gonna need you're gonna you're gonna need somebody else. Like Westbrook has to be your third best player if he's gonna play like that. Like, yeah, exactly. People fault KD for leaving. They weren't gonna win with that. It's funny yeah. because I actually saw something from uh, Chris Bassard from Fox Sports, and he kind of compared Westbrook to Iverson, like that great player that just kind of where he can't he can't win you a championship, you know, being your lead guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought it was an interesting comparison. Uh, that is true. And speaking of KD leaving, uh, you believing the the reports? As a Nick fan, are you believing the reports, or do you not want to get excited <laughs> because you're a Nick fan and you've been right. disappointed way too often? Yeah, I have. Um, um, I mean, he he actually today. I mean, I have been paying a lot of attention to it. He he has a house in Malibu, uh, California. He just put up for sale. <laughs> he moved, wow yeah i mean he moved his company 35 ventures uh to new york city uh like two months ago i mean it's just everything that he's doing like it's just pointing to it. it i mean it's at least pointing to him leaving the warriors so um and i, I mean yeah i mean as a knicks fan I'm, I'm hopeful but if it doesn't happen will i be surprised no i'm used to the disappointment like you just said so We've we've gone through many battles, arguments as a Bulls fan, right? Um, but I, as someone who's from New York, I, I want to see the Knicks succeed. Like they need to bring a championship to New York for that city, just for that purpose alone. Listen, and I want to see that. I, listen, I know I'm gonna sound super biased because I'm a Knicks fan, but I just think that the NBA is better when the Knicks are good. I mean, I mean, I know a lot of people think that that's BS, and there's some people that do believe it, but I, I don't know. Just especially in New York, man. Like being a kid growing up in New York, um, I've always said that, in my opinion, New York is a basketball town. Um, I never felt like that vibe in the city. Like even you know, the Yankees have won championships, the Giants have won championships, but there's a certain vibe when the Knicks are doing well, like they were in the '90s, that 
even with the Yankees and Giants winning championships, I never felt that like I did with the Knicks. Like it's it's just different, man. Like you know, like, yeah, like yeah. you just feel it, man. Like everybody's hyped up. It's it's this dope feeling, and it just hasn't been around for almost twenty years now. Sure, and, and I agree because they were against because I was there, but you know I'm rooting against them. It was a very cool. Like yeah, I'm against all this, but I'm feeling the city's energy. It was cool to kind of go against that and, and see that, but it was also good to feel it because, you know, I am from New York and I, I like to see the city succeed. I think, right, if, if Kate, I think KD is following LeBron's path in every which way possible. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to follow it too. And other, the only difference is he's not going to go back to OKC or some city that he was, like, lived in. I think right. he's going to go to a city that hasn't won in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though the owner has probably the biggest reason that this team has not been successful. I think right. if LeBron can do it in spite of his owner, KD can do it in spite of the Knicks owner, and he will at least attempt. I don't know what's, if they'll win the championship, but I think he's going to win. I think, I think that's the only thing that's going to give him the satisfaction because he is not satisfied in the one bit. He is angry. It's not working because he's not getting any kind of gratification. He, mm-hmm. has, to, he has to do something. And if he can do that, if he can get that team and bring that energy, back to New York City and get them to relevant, even just relevant, he'll probably be, he's going to be a much happier player. If he can get them all the way to the promised land with, you know, maybe a Zion on the team and Kyrie, I don't know who else. Yeah, I <laughs> Jimmy's mean, uh, a free agent, but you don't want Jimmy. He's an asshole. Yeah, no, I mean, that's actually a great point uh, because uh, Dan Gilbert, um, outside of, you know, whenever he had LeBron, he hasn't really built a winning team, if you will. Um, so, I mean, that's a great point in terms of, like, saying LeBron's won in spite of him. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, that that's what Durant can do. I, I, personally, I, I want them to get Kyrie and, you know, and hopefully get the number one pick and land Zion. I think he would perfectly complement those two guys. Um, I mean, I, you know, that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, that's like hitting the lottery almost, so to speak. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, and we'll know soon what's going to happen and listen the writer on the wall you, you already gave more proof about him at least going in you i guess he can still go to brooklyn i guess that's still a possibility yeah but he's gonna know maybe in about a month or so or sometime in may when who has that pick so if the knicks get that pick he's gonna know yeah where zion's playing so that's gonna just be one more piece that he know all right all right if zion's going that means somebody else is going there, even if it's not Kyrie. Somebody else is going to play with Zion. So why not me? And why not us? Yeah. I see it happening, man. As a Bulls fan, it's, it's hurting because we're not in this mix at all. We decided to win. We have a decent roster, but no – with well, I shouldn't say decent roster. We have decent players, <laughs> no real direction. I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, um, but the I mean, the Bulls with the NBA lottery changing this year, I mean, I think – I know the Knicks, the Cavs, the Suns all have a 14% chance to win the lottery. I think the Bulls are at like 10.5. Yeah, we're right next. Yeah. Next level. And then every other team after that is like a nine and an eight. So, I mean, you know, from 14 to 10, 14 to eight is not as big of a difference as years past. So, I mean, you know, they definitely have a shot. You never know. I mean, it could team, be a team that right now is ranked eighth, so to speak, and they can get the first pick in the draft. That's why it's a lot crazier now. Again, I don't want to see a heartbreak again for New Yorkers. But, yeah, I mean, I guess this would be the year. I mean, if it happens, if the Bulls got the first pick, I guess, I mean, that would definitely change things. But I just don't, I don't like the whole embracing the tanking thing. It's hard to watch for me. 
Yeah, I mean, I've watched them lose a lot recently, so um, it would be nice to get KD, Kyrie, and win the first pick. Because then I know them. Then I know them. I'm not saying they win a championship, but they'll make the playoffs next year, and that's something to be excited about. So that is true. Um, so back to the playoffs. Uh, so what do you think? Who who you got going to the to the final? You think the Rockets got what it takes to beat the Warriors? Does anybody have a takes to beat the Warriors? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting the way it is this year because um, well, if the Rockets close out, and, and I'm assuming the, the Warriors do the same, second round. And that'll, in my opinion, kind of be the Western Conference Finals because uh, the winner of Denver and the Spurs um, plays the winner of Portland and OKC. Right. So, um in my opinion, I think that's the Western Conference Finals again, the Rockets and the the Warriors. And I, I honestly, again, I still see the Warriors making it to the finals. I don't see any – I mean, listen, I think the Rockets will give them a good game. Um, I don't think the Rockets are as good defensively this year as they were last year. So that's a bit of a change. Um, but they'll still present a challenge. I just see the Warriors making it to the finals in the end there. Yeah, me, me too. I, don't, I didn't – again, I didn't think I had the Rockets – I'm getting uh, past this first round, but now that it seems, I'm pretty sure they will. But yeah, I don't think the Rockets are going to present much of a challenge. I don't even think it's going to go seven games like it did last year. Uh, they're going to yeah. make quicker work of the Rockets. Um, and then it's really the Eastern Conference, which a lot of people think are, is wide open. I don't think it's that wide open. I think the Milwaukee Bucks, as they just shown, as they completely obliterated the Pistons. Um, but they're, they, they're on a mission. So the, the next couple of rounds are going to be a little bit tougher, but I don't think the Celtics are going to present much of a challenge, to be honest with you. And I think it's I think yeah. they're going to they're going to move through the East not easily. I mean, yeah, I I, I do have the Warriors winning it all as well. Um, I think it'll be between Milwaukee and Toronto, uh, but yeah, I'm with you. I think it'll be Milwaukee. Um, I think Milwaukee's going to get a huge challenge though. I mean, they made quick work of the Pistons, but uh, now they're going to play the Celtics. Uh, the Celtics, you know, to their credit, they played real well against the Pacers, swept them for nothing. Um, so, you know, it's going to be an interesting series. Um, I, there's there's no team I hate more than the Boston Celtics, let me say that. So, but, um, yeah, I'm, I, I see the Bucks winning that series and ultimately playing um, Toronto in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I'm not – I mean, Philly's winning this series. They're about they're up 76-41 right now over the Nets they, on, in the closeout game. But I don't see I don't see the 76ers beating Toronto. I actually can see Toronto winning that series in about six games. Uh, same with the Bucks, about six games against the Celtics. Do you really trust Kyle Lowry um, and his disappearing act? Like that that's not going to show its face again and again throughout the playoffs? I mean, that's what he's known for. Um, I mean, obviously, as they advance, it's only going to get tougher. So, um, they're going to need him. I mean, Siakam is a, a straight gem. Yeah, yes. Uh, Got to give Toronto credit for that. Um, I mean, he's a late first-round pick, and, you know, he's dramatically improved. So, um, I mean, they got Kawhi, though, too. Um, and Kawhi's probably the best player in the East in conference, in my opinion. So Yeah, he definitely is. Um, you know what? I mean, I say that, but then I'm forgetting about Giannis. Giannis Wait, is so no, tough. Sorry. Man. Too. No, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. Giannis is the best player in the East Conference. Then yeah. there's Kawhi. I mean, not that he's far apart. I'm not trying to disrespect him. He's not far behind. He's not far behind in my but, opinion, though. Not but far Giannis behind. is right now is on another level. And I don't even think this yeah. is the last level. And that's crazy. 
But in order, in my opinion, in order for them to beat the Bucks, Lowry has to come to play. If he doesn't, then Dallas. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if he needs to come to play enough for them to even get past the 76ers. I think they'll probably will, but maybe I think that could that could a series that might actually go seven, or could go seven. But yeah, the Bucks. I don't. I don't. I don't trust. Kyle Lowry and Toronto Raptors against the Bucks again because I just think mm-hmm. they'll be inconsistent and the Bucks will just not be as inconsistent um, enough. Um, yeah, maybe a game or two, but I think for the most part they they're on a mission. Uh, I just think they their young um, squad and they, the youngness is going to show in the finals against the Warriors. Like that's when it's going to show. Uh, but until the, until they should be getting nothing. They should. He should be getting Malcolm Brogdon back soon during the second round. He's a, he's a key player for them. Right? Yeah, he is a key player. Like they you know, definitely. I um, mean, yeah, I think I think the Warriors and um, Bucks actually would be a good series of games. Like I think the games would actually be entertaining. But I think in the end, the war the Warriors will win the fourth quarter most times. Yeah, but they're similar in that they're uh, you know like because Milwaukee takes a ton of threes, so it'll be like a quick up and down game. It, it, like you just said, I, I think it'll be a, a fun series. Yeah, I just I, I just don't know how many threes they're gonna make if that series gets late, gets deep. Game six, game seven. Right. I mean, they'll they'll have the the the, the pleasure of being at home, but still. Yeah, yeah, they still, will. You yeah. still got if you've never been there, you got to make tough shots late in games, man. That that's the one place where Giannis not being able to shoot might hurt because the Warriors are going to be making threes and you better be able to be able to shoot with them. Right, I agree. With that said, um, the NFL draft is coming up, and I don't know if I've ever paid any less <laughs> attention to the NFL during this time. Really? Yes, like I I've done minimal to no research. I'm not confident. And what the Giants are doing, so I don't know if I should even care, or just and just sit back and watch and then judge afterwards, because I I don't know if I should waste my time investing in who they could or should draft, and then they do something crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because I, then I've done then I've obviously done the opposite of you, than you because I've been paying so much attention. I've been so locked in, like you know, um, reading different or so, so many different articles watching YouTube videos of all the prospects and things like that. Um, as far as Gettleman, um, let me say first, I, I did not agree with the Odell trade. Um, I don't think he should have traded him. I, I think he got like 75 cents on the dollar, if you right. will. Um, wasn't a good trade in my opinion, but it's happened. Um, I think one thing that could help with, I guess, kind of alleviate the pain of that trade is them getting finally getting a franchise quarterback. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if they do that. Um, I know I was listening to the stick to football podcast with, uh, uh, Matt Miller from Bleacher Report and Connor Rogers. And they were saying how, I mean, they're, they're the only ones really reporting this, that they think that it's a smokescreen that Haskins has been the guy, Dwayne Haskins, that is from Ohio state has been the guy all along that the giants wanted six. It's everything is a smokescreen. Um, and that supposedly there is there was a guy, an insider, that always would leak as far as information in terms of who the Giants liked, and that guy no longer works there anymore. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. hard to tell who the Giants like. And I don't know if you remember the years past, 
um, the kid uh, Floyd from the Bears, the edge rusher, the, the Giants were rumored to like him, and the Bears knew it. And they yes, yes, him. I heard about that. Um, yeah. The, yeah, the Giants liked the um, offensive lineman Conklin from the. Yeah, Bears. we got fucked. Uh, and they jumped the Titans jumped them too. So I mean, uh, supposedly this leak that they've had in the past, that guy's no longer employed. They didn't say who it was, but they've got rid of that guy. So. Largely, nobody really knows what the Giants are doing. Um, there's, we've, I've seen reports, honestly, in the last seven days where the Giants like Daniel yep. Jones, the Giants like Dwayne yep. Haskins, the Giants like Drew yep. Locke, the Giants are interested in trading for Josh Rosen. I've equally seen all four reports from four different respected reporters. So I have no idea, man. I really don't. Like Personally, though, I would love for them to either draft Dwayne Haskins or trade for Josh Rosen. I do not want Drew Locke. I do not want Daniel Jones. I, I just don't believe in those those two guys. So if they don't, um, if they if they're not going to draft one of those two guys, I mean, well, trade for Rosen or draft Haskins. I personally don't grab a quarterback. Then, you know, uh, see if you get that middle line, the middle linebacker Devin White from LSU. Um, he'd be a great uh, middle linebacker to have on the defense, or go edge rusher Montez Sweat is going to be yeah. there. Um, from uh, you know, or um, a guy like Ed Oliver might be there. They're going to get somebody at six, um, you know, a great defensive player if they want. Um, and then at 17, maybe you can go right tackle or or you could go edge rusher or maybe uh, Devin Bush from Michigan, the other middle linebacker. Maybe he might be still he might still be there, although I've heard the Packers are interested in number 12. Um, so they got two picks. They'll have a lot of options. Um, I'm, I'm seriously, I mean, obviously I would be curious anyway, like I am every other year, but this is a really big draft for Gettleman, man. It is. Um, Let's make a break, I think. Uh, you just traded Odell. Yeah, I mean, Let's I'm make honest, a break. Yeah, I'm honestly split on him right now. I'm trying to be fair because he's only one year in, even though I don't agree with a lot of things he's done. He's done. But what kind of saves him is I do like the draft picks that he made last year with Lorenzo Carter, B.J. Hill, with Hernandez, Saquon Barkley. Yeah. I mean, you can't really argue with argue with that. So um, <laughs> this is a really big year for big year for him. Big draft. This is. Honestly, like you just said, like this is kind of like gonna probably sway me one way or another in terms of Dave Gettleman. So big year. Yeah, you pretty much big yeah, Absolutely, you pretty much hit on all the points of why I didn't pay attention, because um, you just gave yeah. a full rundown, and we have no idea. So it's like you know what? I yeah. kind of just want to say, and I agree. Again, I did say I didn't trust him. The draft picks, I do agree with you. I do like what he did with them. I, yeah, the, the Odell thing, I, I can't explain it. I, I have moved on, especially once Odell tweeted. Not that I think he was wrong or right, but I knew at that point I didn't care because I, I didn't even uh-huh. read his tweet. That's when I knew I was yesterday, over it because I didn't even read it. Yeah, yesterday was crazy. Yesterday was crazy. I read everything that he said. I, I, read, I read Cliff um, Notes because obviously I get alerts. Yeah. I don't even bother to check. I was like, I'm over it. Like, that's it. He's gone. Like, we're in I mean, he's never, and he's never, I've never seen him do that. Well, not, he's never done that, at least not at that level where, I mean, people are tweeting at him like, oh, you suck, or why don't you act like an adult? Like, they were just coming at him, and he was just responding and coming back at people. Um, it's I don't think he should have been the bigger person. Yeah, he's he's hurt. Like, he's saying he's over it. He's clearly not. Um, Gettleman even comes out, and he says, oh, we don't. You know, like, you, in order to build a championship team, you can't have, like, distractions. And he basically you know, said something along the lines of, um, well, you know, we no longer have distractions, which is clearly a shot at players like Odell, Landon Collins, yeah. uh, Olivier Vernon, you know, Snacks Harrison. Um, 
personality. You know, he's taking shots at those guys. Yeah, exactly. Personality wise, not to say that those guys are getting in trouble off the field, right, they weren't, right. but just they they had um, large or big personalities, if you will. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I mean. <laughs> I mean, if I'm Odell, I mean, that's, yeah, that's it's tough to hear that, man, because by all accounts, Odell's a great teammate. Um, I've followed him since he's been on the Giants. Um, you know, he does a lot of things for community. Yeah, yeah. Um, visiting kids in hospitals. Sucks, I've seen him signing, you know, footballs in the pouring rain. You know, a lot of athletes want to do that. Um, he calls, you know, like he reached out to um, uh, Ogletree when he first got traded from the Rams to the Giants. Yeah. Um, and by all accounts, he's just a great teammate, great dude, man. That's how he comes across. Yeah. So, and he works hard, man. Like I know he screams and he goes crazy on the sidelines, but that, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, you really don't want that, but at the same time, it shows you, like, damn, this guy really wants to yeah. win. So you know, he's giving hundred and ten percent. That's so, why I love him. I, I, I love that's him. why I was so hard. I love him. And that's yeah. why I knew. I, I, I like. I'm never gonna be over the trade. I'm never gonna get over the fact that we did that unless we reap the benefits from that trade. Like unless those things lead us to the promised land, it's never gonna. Be worth it like you said at 75 cents on the dollar like it's not going to be worth it unless they lead you to a championship and that's going to take some time to find out for real or two players i think I th- and make us relevant he, he, not a championship or something right. at least if it leads to players that make us relevant again then it's like you know what it was worth the trade well i mean maybe maybe i'm a little bit delusional or biased or whatever you want to have you want to word it but i think um if they draft a quarterback this year if if they draft a quarterback and he proves to be a franchise quarterback, I think that'll go a long way towards helping people to get over Odell. And yeah, yeah. I think with them having with the way the um salary cap is set up and you know the contracts they have on a team, they're gonna have around a hundred million in um spending money next year, which is obviously huge. So if let's say, you know, they get a quarterback like Dwayne Haskins and, you know, he proves to be a, a franchise quarterback, then now you have a young quarterback and you have a hundred million in cap space and, and maybe you can make the playoffs next yeah. year. You know, like not, I'm not talking about 2019. I'm talking about the 2020 yeah. season. Um, you know, they, you know, it, I, I can see it. I mean, it's just, obviously it depends on the decisions they make moving forward, but you know, that with the NFL with so much parity, like, I mean, from one year to the next, you never know with the team. So, you know, this is not the NBA. This is not major league baseball. Yeah. So, I mean, the path is there for them to, you know, um, become a good team again. Um, but for obvious reasons, you know, people are skeptical of with Gettleman right now. So, um, you know, we just got to cross our fingers and see what happens. As I agree. Fans. But, yeah, I think we walk away with this draft on the franchise code, like you said. To me, it, 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 you're right that that might change the path of the thinking and, and the future because at the end of the day, like, we he got a lot of heat for taking Saquon. And I was one that was completely on board, especially – Baker went number mm-hmm. one because that's the one guy that I was like, take Baker. Yeah. So since we didn't get him, I'm like, I'm good with that. So if you can get Saquon and get your franchise quarterback the very next year, like that, that's that to me is, is a definitely like you said the path to success um, going forward. So yeah, I think I, I don't think it's far fetched. Um, I just have to see because again, I don't just reading reports like it was gonna drive me crazy every time I turn on ESPN and this draft talk. They're talking about the Giants. I'm every single yeah. time, every channel, whether it's Get Up and NFL Live, everything. Every time I put it on, they're talking about the Giants and who they're gonna pick. And it's just like I watch it for five minutes, get confused again, and be like, I can't do this because <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. I really just don't know. I'm just gonna wait and see. I really hope we walk away with a franchise quarterback some way, somehow. It's too crazy.
what's going on this weekend though is a uh, probably pop culture phenomenon. I think Twitter is gonna break. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> I think I'm going to delete Twitter <laughs> this weekend. There's gonna be so much tweeting going on about things that have culminated to something epic. You know, this is fight scene that's coming on and Game of Thrones that we've been waiting. So are you a day one Game of Thrones fan? Yes. Uh, yes. Well, actually, you know what? I would probably say no. I think I, my wife and I started watching it uh, probably during season three. Okay. We might have, we might have missed the first two seasons, but like by season three, we had caught up. I think. Uh, I think. I think the show started in 2011, if I'm not mistaken. So about, I guess, the last six years we've been, you know, on the show. Yeah. Um, but yes, I'm all, I'm all caught up. I've watched every single episode. Um, I love the show. I'm personally like probably most people like favorite characters Jon Snow and then for me second would be Arya who in my opinion I think that's who's going to wind up killing the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talked about that. Um um I love the show too. I I'm a little bit of a little bit late bloomer um in life and in Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones I ca- I started watching it after season 5 when spoiler alert. Snow spoiler died, alert right? so before you just, say things it blew like up that. The internet and I'm like, "You know what? I'm tired of hearing about this show. Let me see what this is about." Like I'm finally tired of not knowing what the show was about like let me check it out right and game of thrones is interesting because it's it's one of the few shows left that it has the week-to-week excitement because a lot of mostly now is about binging but i got to experience that so because i was like you know what let me check out game of thrones i watched episode one and from the moment episode one ended when he pushed little brand over the, out the thing i was i oh, was yeah. like okay this show is real and I've been and I binge right through one through five. Like I went straight through every day. I was nonstop. Any any time I had free, I was watching Game of Thrones until I caught up. Because <laughs> I had like a month left before season six was starting. Like so, it was like later. So I just, I went oh, right okay. through the like, Game of Thrones season six. I want to be ready, so I went through that whole thing one through five, and it was amazing. But then since then, I'm like on the week to week deal because that's how Game of Thrones is. Oh, favorite character, yeah, is Jon Snow as well. Um, second favorite or equal favorite is his love interest slash aunt. <laughs> uh, she has, she's beautiful yeah. and has three dragons. Well, two now. Spoiler alert. That was probably a big spoiler. I probably should have mentioned that. Either way, <laughs> people probably haven't caught up. You never know. Yeah, that's true. Well, she has three dragons. And yeah, so she's my second favorite character. As far as what's going to happen to the Night King, Arya, um, once once she started developing that weapon, I uh, started to think sort of the same. I, I never really considered her as that role <laughs> until then. So I can see that happening, but it, it's hard for me not to just see. Like I don't I don't really know if he's gonna he's gonna sit on the Iron Throne because I don't know if the Iron Throne is really meant for Jon Snow. But I think yeah. um, I can't see him. I cannot see him not being the one to slay that dude. Like, if there's anybody that needs to slay, it needs to be him. He don't need to sit on the Iron Throne, but he needs to slay the Night King, in my opinion. Yeah, it would be dope. Um, it's actually is what I want to see too. I just think it's too obvious. If that makes any sense. So um, that's why I don't think it's gonna be him. But yeah, I mean, I hope it's him. I mean, that would be pretty cool. But you know, with Game of Thrones, man, I think what I two things I want to mention. Um, one, what's crazy is like what show goes away for two years, and is like so like highly anticipated, like. I think like only Game of Thrones can do that. Like, and I like, can keep that hype. Like, you know what? We're gonna disappear for two exactly. years, and you're not gonna lose us. Like, you're not gonna leave. Like that. A lot. The way things are now, 
you leave for a half hour, people lose interest. So great, like yep. I said, it's the best of both worlds. You can go and binge it, but it's really that now we're gonna wait for this. Like it's the last one left. Like I don't know if there's anything, especially with this much hype. Like where you're like, nah, we're locked. The world is locked in. Uh, at least America. I know about the world, but <laughs> yeah. And and I want to ask you, like, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but I've noticed a lot of people on Twitter or whatever other types of social media where they'll say, well, you know what, I've never watched. Uh, Game of Thrones, and they—it's almost like they—it's like they're bragging about it, like they wear it as like a badge of yeah. honor. And then when I when I read that, I just think to myself, "Well, you're missing out. Like, what are you doing to yourself?" <laughs> there are shows like that. Where every time I say it, I feel embarrassed, and I'm like, I'm gonna admit it right now. Like, I've never seen The Wire. You never seen um, The Wire? Oh, I knew you loved it, so that's why I said that now. Because I know. Oh man, I, I listen. The Wire is so good. Um, I think The Wire was altogether six seasons, if I'm not mistaken. I know at least five. Um, but I watched. I've obviously watched it the whole time through the first time, and I want to say like maybe two or three years ago, I watched the whole every season all over again. So for me, The Wire is my favorite show ever. Wow, that's interesting. But for me, like it's probably The Wire, Game. And no, I mean The Wire is number one, and then maybe. I guess Game of Thrones is probably two, and then I'll probably put Breaking Bad three. Yeah, Breaking Bad, another one. Never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I've at least tried to watch um, Breaking Bad. I've started it. Um, the Wire, I've never even seen, like, other than, like, clips in places. Like, I've never sat down and even attempted to watch an episode. But you know what, though, man? Like, thinking about it now, now that you, you know, we're mentioning the shows, um, I think just, I just think HBO in general is just great, yeah. man. Like, we just named two shows. Right. Like, two, two of my top three are from HBO, which is The Wire and Game of Thrones. And I'm just thinking of, like, other shows, like True Detective. Great show um, as well. Well, it's one in three. Yeah. So, I mean, just HBO is just great, man, in terms of the, the content they put out, um, you know, TV show-wise. Yeah. Prior to um, maybe Netflix, because I think Netflix is winning um, right now to, in terms of content. But yeah, HBO, um, in terms of quality, is probably still right up there. Like, they don't put as much content as Netflix, but in terms of just quality shows, like, they have a lot of good ones that we have not mentioned. Exactly. Um, Secession, I hear, is really good. Insecure is a good show in terms of comedies. Like, they have a lot of uh, good shows on um, HBO. I think... One of their highest rated shows ever. I mean, it was more of a miniseries. It was uh, it came out like twenty years ago, but uh, Band of Brothers. Right, right. The Tom Hanks joint. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, they just like, swirl. Like they they put out a lot of good shows. Oh, I love. Uh, that's like one of the most, probably the most confusing show ever. But I love. Yeah, West um, West. I'm definitely lost. I have not even watched season two. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I want to. Like, if if I'm ever gonna be, it, it was like there's a lot of shows like that. Like, if I'm just too confused, like I'm done. If you're not gonna un- try to unconfuse me, well, and it's you... from the same guys that did Lost, so I'm like, you know what? I might just back out now, and that's why I've stopped. <laughs> Yeah, with Lost, I think I only saw like maybe two or three seasons, and I just stopped. Yeah, I stopped. Uh, with with West with Westworld. I I I watched season. I watched both two, you know, the first two seasons. And if you were confused during season one, well, if you watch season two, you're gonna be more confused. So I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, so you might have just uh, sealed the fate. I'm not saying it's not a good show. Just saying it might not be for me. But HBO is definitely up there. Um, I know I've missed some some shows that we talked about, but in terms of favorite all time, I, I'm still I'm gonna probably say Game of Thrones. It is is my favorite show of all time. I can't even name all the characters. Prior to that, it would have probably been 24. Like I hold on, I held on to 24 for a long time. I know you 24. love 24. 
and it's only it's only four episodes left. I was actually looking at it today. Every the last four episodes, they're all on average about one. Yeah, yes. So a little bit, a little longer than normal. Uh, but after that, it's over. And then supposedly, um, I think HBO, I've read online, they're in the works to do like a prequel. Um, that's that's gonna be set like like five thousand years before. So, mm-hmm. um, whatever they come, they come out with, if it's Game of Thrones related. Just like Breaking Bad with uh, you know, Better Call Saul, I'm gonna watch. Yeah, it. I mean, I think most people will, um, at least give it a shot. Then it's up to the, oh yeah, to the show to see if they can keep 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 it. But they've they've have grown the fan base enough to where like people are going to do be all anything Game of Thrones because they're gonna be they're not gonna they're gonna be feeling with you know, we want more. So, well, look at it. Also, not only that, but look at it this way, right? Like another show that I watch, um, and I think it's about around maybe the same amount of seasons, uh, um, is um, The Walking right. Dead. And and Walking Dead, I mean, I'll be honest, like it has a lot of trash seasons mixed in there, and it it just shows that when you when you do that many seasons, you do it about you know about eight seasons, it's tough to continually put out good content. Oh, yeah. And the fact that Game of Thrones has, has done it at such a high level that just you know. You know, it just speaks speaks to the credit. You know, credit to the guys that write the show. Uh, you know, George George R. R. Martin, the guy that you know he wrote he wrote the books and stuff like that. There's much credit to him and then the writers of that show because yeah, like you said, like I watched The Walking Dead, and yeah, I uh, every season, including to the one that just ended. Like I, I've watched them all, like trash or not. Like I, for whatever reason, they keep me coming, me but too, too. not they don't keep me coming the way Game of Thrones keep me coming. Fucking Walking Dead is like that, you know, the one you don't talk about. It's like the blunt. I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna stop smoking this weed, even though I know some days it's good. Like I thought the season was much better than like some of the previous ones, actually. It, 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 no, yeah, this last season they they um they took a they took a step forward. They did. Um, I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen afterwards, but yeah, that, that time jump helped. Yeah, yeah, it did. It kind of like yeah, it, re- it refreshed the show. You know what? Let's just kind of jump, um, get over that stuff. Um, and then yeah, that that second to last before the season finale, like that, that was pretty like whoa. I yeah. see that coming, man. She she took out some people. I'm not giving away no spoilers, but <laughs> yeah, I mean my uh, again, like I was watching it with my wife, and like yeah, our jaws like just dropped. Like, yeah, uh, it was uh, like I couldn't like I I went and I'm like wait wait, and it was like and then I had to like rewind it like to make sure like the faces. Oh yeah, me too. Oh, like, was that? <laughs> Wait, oh no, oh no. Yeah, pretty much. It just led to the next one, the next one, and then I was like, oh no, oh no. Have you, <laughs> have you read the, have you read the? Uh, no, I have not actually. Yeah, because it's funny because a lot of times what I'll do is uh, I, because I haven't read, I probably read like maybe the first two comics out of the whole, you know, all the comics that ever came out for that, um, yeah. for that comic book and. I like to reference back to the comics whenever they show an episode, and um, again, I'm not going to spoil it, but the, the what they do as far as the pikes, uh, it, like the, that scene, like you know, with the comic book, it's it's very different. It's different characters that are on the yeah, pikes. Yeah. Um, it's not it's not the same. Um, like some of the like some people living in the um, in the the TV world for um, Walking Dead are dead in the comic book, and like. Since you do, you know, you check in on the comic books, that this that love square nonsense. Even though, well, it's no longer whatever. With with what they have this priest dude that should have been dead like two seasons ago. 
her baby daddy. Oh yeah. Right? With, uh, with oh, yeah, Rosita, like she, her baby daddy, you know, R.I.P. Then the she's dating the priest. I don't, I can't, can't, I don't understand. Is he? Is he? Uh, I didn't, I didn't notice, but is he dead? I don't read books? the comic books, so I don't know. Did anybody know, that should be on this on a pike? It should be him. Like I'm dying for him to die. I really, yeah, he's. I think he's cool. I know in the comic books, Rosita's dead. I don't even know if she had a baby in the comic books. I, I, I didn't, I didn't read anything like that. So. Yeah. But hopefully it gets better moving forward. Yeah, and um, and then the, the last, uh, I guess, or maybe the first big thing of the weekend, um, actually the thing that I'm most excited about this weekend, um, is Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Like, well, have are you all caught up? Have you watched all these movies? I'm guessing the answer is yes. Uh, it's it's uh, emphatic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so one thing that uh, I got the idea actually from my from my my job, they started playing them in our break room, um, 21 days out each movie, chronological order. Like a, a thing that Marvel put out. So not the order that it came out, but the order that you should watch it. So I said, I made a commitment. Like, you know what? I'm going to do it too. So I started rewatching all these joints. And they are just such great movies. And they are, it yeah. just brings me back to like, man, I've, I've watched everyone. Most of these movies I watched the first day or the first weekend it came out. Some way, shape, or form. And I'm like, damn, like 10 plus years, like every movie, like I was there for it and I watched it. And most of them are pretty, even the ones that weren't as good, they're not even that bad if you watch them as a single movie, but compared to the others, they're not as good. I forgot which movie company it was or movie theater company, I should say it was, but I know one of them was doing that where it was going to be like, um, I don't know how many, I can't remember how many hours it is for all the movies, but they were going to play like some kind of, or do some kind of marathon where you could watch all of the 21 you know, preceding movies, um, right. you know, uh, straight and then watch the actual movie. Um, yeah, it's, AMC is doing it. I don't know if other other theaters are doing it. Yeah. Um, but it's in the 50s. It's like 53 or 59. It's like some awkward number like that. I saw I saw the promotion for maybe 52, 53, like in that range, um, yeah. hours. That's crazy. Uh, that is crazy. And I thought that was like, man, if I like didn't have a, like a job where I had to like not be able to take that time straight like would i be able to do that like i'm like man i don't i don't think i'd be able to do that i feel like i'd have to leave and come back like there's no way there's no what movie is coming up next uh you know what i don't like that movie that much i'll come back when civil wars on (laughs) i I only want to see the big ones like i can't i'm not gonna be able to sit in a movie theater for that and i love going to the movies and i love movies but that's ridiculous yeah i wouldn't i know for me personally um i wouldn't be able to do it there's just no way there's no way yeah there's no way I'd fall asleep, and there's no way I'm going to be excited by the time Endgame comes on. Like, I'm exactly. going to be drained. Exactly, yeah. Like, so, me doing this, like, even some days I'm watching two movies in one day, like, that's fine, because I'm still doing it on my own time. Like, I'm still picking and choosing which movies I'm watching. I'm watching them all, but I'm, I'm not just watching it straight. I'm still watching, you know, the basketball and stuff in between. Like, right. Doing 21 movies although like that seemed like i guess a really cool thing to do maybe when i was younger that like if you're like 10 you might be like yeah dad let's come do that but yeah if you do that back then now this is no way it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen so i'm excited about that do you have any i mean we've read the comics um even though the movies are not like the comics in that that regard right um but do you have any like prediction on what you think is going to happen what's happened to the spoiler alert half the world the you know well, I think, uh, I think, I don't know. I mean, obviously we're going to know, we know that Captain Marvel plays some kind of huge role in, uh, I guess, winning the fight against Thanos. Um, I think, 
I could be wrong about this because I know that well not this one, but this is like the the final phase, if you will, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, supposedly, Spider Man is like the one. Spider Man um, Far Away from Home is like the final um, piece, if you will. Right. Um, so I know they're gonna go probably with different actors, a whole different direction when they come back. But um, I, I don't know. I, 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 I was gonna say I think maybe there's like a reverse snap, and everybody was disintegrated, comes back. But with this being the way it is, with the you know, like I said, like with this being the final um, chapter, um, I mean, they could leave people dead. Um, I think Captain America definitely dies. Um, he does something heroic and dies, or whatever. Um, it, it's tough to say, man. Like as far as what I think is gonna happen, like I'm a Spider-Man guy. Obviously, Spider-Man's dead. <laughs> yeah. But we, like you said, Far From Home is already a movie that's going to be out after. So we know somehow, some way, Spider-Man's not dead or he won't be dead forever. Well, no, what I actually, I looked into that and they said that Spider-Man Far Away From Home is, it's like a, it precedes Endgame. Ah, interesting. So well, that, that makes sense because... Yeah, so it's before Endgame, so you can't... And so it's before Endgame and Infinity War, essentially. Yeah, exactly, yep. Oh, so, so if you did what I did, which is watch it in chronological order, but if you did it, like, later, you would watch Far From Home before. Yeah, you would, yeah. Yeah, but either way, there's also another Black Panther movie coming out, so either way, trust me, we know <laughs> that yeah. something's going to happen where these people probably are probably more than likely not dead. But I do think some people are going to die. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm um, I'm with you. Uh, I think we are saying goodbye to Cap. He's been alive for far too long. So I think, and he's I think his contract is up in terms of the actor. So I think yeah, and we've been watching him for a while. Obviously, Iron Man is going to be done in some way, shape, or form. He is my. I'm an Iron Man guy. That's 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 my second. That's my second favorite. So that's kind of tough for me. He's number one for me. Um, if you watch, so I've been watching the theories, and they you know who's gonna beat him, or who's the you know the main component. Um, I've been watching some Iron Man theories, and he was, um, he was touched by the vision, um, which when he saw the end is what they're connected in that way. So that he was the first one to make Thanos bleed, you know, although it was light, mm-hmm. and, and he made him bleed, and he killed Iron Man because you know the theory is that he killed Iron Man because. He feared Iron Man, but right. he gave it up because he needed that one stone. And that's why Dr. Strange did that, because he knew that there was one scenario and that one scenario needed Iron Man. So he couldn't let him kill Iron Man. So Iron Man, in some way, shape, or form, obviously Captain Marvel, in terms of power and the fight, probably is, has a big role in how they defeat him, I'm guessing. I think I, Iron Man himself, again, might it might be some kind of suicide mission. Or you know, heroic thing as well. So I think yeah. I get killed as well, or either. Or I don't know if they'll kill up both Cap and Iron Man. One of them's going for sure. Yeah, I mean, but I, I think Hulk plays a huge role too, as far as fighting Thanos after the way he was the last time. Like he's, I think he's, oh, yeah. he's gonna yeah, still do damage this this time. Oh, right? Yeah, oh, I can't, I can't wait for that rematch. Yeah, Thanos, Thanos washed him up. So Hulk yeah. is gonna come or something. I can't, I can't wait today. They throw some blow. Oh, I cannot wait for this movie. Like, I can't wait for they go after them. Like, yeah, Hulk needs to redeem himself. 
Thor has some Avengers. Um, Captain Captain Marvel, you saw her power. Like she didn't even have no villain in her movie because she's so goddamn powerful. Like yeah. <laughs> there was no, there was nothing worthy. So we're gonna we're gonna see something Thanos, but I, I think Thanos is gonna be ready. So, but what do you what do you think as far as like moving forward? Like when they start getting new actors, um, when well, it, whenever I, they do the next Marvel, like like for me, like I, you know, I was thinking about this, like. I can't see like obviously they're gonna go in a different direction with uh with, with um with Captain America with Thor like both of those actors already said they're done but like Robert Downey Jr. like I don't see anybody else being Iron Man like so like how, you know what happens there like yeah and again in terms of contract his contract is also up so he would have to renew like you said some people already said that they're not doing it going forward but you know he he hasn't really said that at least not that I know of but I think. You can't have another one. So I don't know what they're going to do with that character, with him. Um, but like I said, I think they might kill him off. I think somebody at work told me um, there's another, like, uh, like you know, another, you know, in the comics, there's another version of Iron Man. Like, they always just have someone else. Someone right. else. So we'll see what, what they do with that. Um, but I think the, the incorporation of this Fox thing helps them, like, tremendously. Oh, yeah. Because now they can, when they, in the new direction they go, like they don't have to rely on Iron Man. Like they, they had to rely on Iron Man heavy. And even after they, you saw, even after they, they closed his story with Iron Man three, which wasn't so one of the not so great ones, mm-hmm. closed his story. But he still had to. He played a big role in Civil War. He was a big role in Spider Man, and obviously in the Avengers movies, they, you know, you still need Iron Man. But. Right. Once you get, if you get X Men, and obviously you still have Spider Man, you have Black Panther, you're gonna have they're gonna have a lot of slew like Fantastic Four, like they're gonna have a lot of characters to do movies with. Even and, uh, even the X Men, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they they're gonna have a lot of things to mess with, so where they can go forward and not have to rely on those same, you know, Thor and Captain America and Iron Man, who kind of like held it down for so long as the main the main component and the Hulk as well. The Hulk, um, they can keep him going, but they have they're gonna have trouble. They have a a beef with Universal. Right. Um so once you know Disney ends that beef like they've done with Sony and Fox, <laughs> then maybe Hulk could get a, his own movie as well. But for now he's gonna probably just show up in like big movies. Do you think do you think it, it'll become like the highest grossing movie ever? Like you US I, US wise. Yes, it's, it's going to destroy U.S. And I think, yeah, I think it's going to be the highest grossing movie ever. Ever, just period. Wow, like just, yeah. That's just the highest grossing. It's going to be. It, it shut down. Just pre-sales, it just shut down. Once all the people start filling in the, you know, the the, the other shows, the regular t- tickets, the last-minute ones. Right. I'm seeing it in IMAX, but you know, like, just the regular shows, once all those fill in and those numbers come through, like, this thing is going to break all types of records. I don't know. I think I might. Now that you said 6 a.m., I'm going to see if I look for something early in the morning like that and see if I go watch it. Yeah, I, I can I consider the 6 a.m. show, too. Like, when I was I was trying to figure out what I was going to do, I'm like, hmm, I can't get Thursday night. Maybe I'll just do Friday morning, 6 a.m. Like, I, I was I was looking everywhere. I mean, yeah, I could see. Like, I'll give me, like, a cup of coffee or something and just... Watch that! Like that, that'd be kind of cool. I, I, would, I wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind it. That's gonna, it's gonna be some, some stuff, man. I cannot wait. It's gonna end uh, a wonderful, uh, a wonderful weekend of uh, just kind of excitement, really. 
Damn, yeah. I mean, so to your point, like, you'll have the NFL draft, the second round of NBA playoffs, Game of Thrones, Avengers. Like, it's a lot of shit going on. A lot of shit. And I don't know if I said it, but I definitely think if I'm combining kind of the two the two things, Endgame, I think the Night King, by the way, is going to just run through Winterfell, by the way. Not everyone's going to die, but he's going to wipe out a lot of those motherfuckers. And he's headed right towards the so, so you, so you think, so you think the fight goes all the way to King's Landing, then? I think the fight goes to King's Landing. Like this is yeah. like she's 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 here. Think she's gonna sit back and wait to the end. Uh, the fight's gonna continue. That's what I believe. I mean, I guess. maybe at some point, Arya will kill the Night King. Someone at my job said he doesn't think the Night King is even gonna be there. Like they're gonna just fight and realize he's not even there because he might be already headed towards King's Landing, like or somewhere. I don't know. So I, yeah, but, so I saw that theory too. Uh, I mean, there's four episodes left. I'm gonna. I'm imagining this whole hour twenty on Sunday is all fighting the Night King or you know White Walkers. Um, but then you need a whole episode, I guess, for whatever goes down at King's Landing. So that's like two episodes right there. I don't know. I guess that the fight could last a couple episodes. I guess if that's the case. Yeah, I mean, like, because the episode preceded after this one is probably gonna be like a common one because you're gonna have to recover maybe from what just happened. Yeah. But then that's it. Like, but then that's it. It'll be what two episodes left after that? Like, that's it. Like, that's it. Here we go. The throne, the fight for the throne. There's going to be another battle of some sort. Whether that's the walkers or whatever, or it's gonna be whoever's fighting whoever's left to fight Cersei's and her crew that she hired. It, I don't know, in a way it will be kind of dope, but I mean I just you, you root so much for John that it's it's you know, you don't really don't want to see that, but all right. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you gotta end the show somehow. But yeah, that'd be interesting. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that'll happen. But that, I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. I think, yeah, because people would be. Uh, I mean, I can see people being upset if that happens. Yeah, I mean, um, people were upset how The Sopranos ended. So you, know, <laughs> you know what? Well, you gotta end it. Did somewhere. you Did you watch every episode of Sopranos? I did. I wasn't like I didn't do it in a like a religious. I just watched it. Yeah, for, for me, if I had to name a show that's like, I know it's like a great show and I never watched it. Oh, not that I never watched it, but I never watched the series in its entirety. It's it's Sopranos. Because I've only watched like maybe the first, I remember one time I sat down, I watched, I started watching season one, I watched like the first two episodes and then I just stopped. Like that was like a few years ago. Um, but I've never watched like the whole series. Okay, that'd be one of them. Uh, another good show that was, that reminded around that same time. Did you ever watch Oz? That was another great show. Yeah, I watched I watched a lot of episodes of Oz. I didn't watch every single episode, but I watched a lot. Like Oz is uh insane. Yeah, it was insane. But yeah, that was another good show. But, but you, um, we just named two more HBO shows. So there's this was a great talk, of course. Yep. So we'll definitely do this again. Hopefully, I could come on Man Camp soon. Oh, for sure. And uh, yeah, appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate you. See you later, brother. Later, bro. Bobby, this is bullshit. Once. Thank everyone once again for listening. Also, thank you, Mike, for joining me on this podcast. Please check out the Man Camp podcast if you don't already do so. And of course, if you don't subscribe to What to Do podcast, What's Your Problem, please go ahead and do that ASAP. No Rafi. As always, I like to end things off, send people off on a good vibe. I also want to send out, you know, a good message, um, something I've been dealing with, you know, uh, willingness versus unwillingness, and sometimes a change in your life just comes with that, you know, being able to just say to yourself, you know, I am willing. 
I am willing to do what it takes to make necessary changes in my life. So for people out there that may be in a rut, that may be going through some stuff, um, it will get better one day at a time. And remember, it just takes the willingness to do so, the mindset to change. Uh, with that being said, man, enjoy uh, enjoy the fantastic week.